Welcome. Thank you for joining me today for the very first podcast of Healthy with Helico. This episode is all about coping with COVID stress. It's definitely been on my mind and I'm pretty sure it's been on all of yours. And I want to give you 10 tips today, 10 things I've tried to kind of cope with this stress that's coming up. I hope you enjoy. My first suggestion to you is to reevaluate your relationship with caffeine. Did you notice that all of the coffee shops around you are essential businesses? Why is that? Certainly here in the United States, we have a very strong need for coffee every day. But I want this to be an opportunity for all of us to reevaluate our relationship with caffeine. Just a few tips to help you get there. Did you know that caffeine really gives us a feel-good effect? It increases the release of dopamine in our brain. It also, unfortunately, increases our stress response. That's when we get extra adrenaline and cortisol released into our system. This is good for mental focus, but unfortunately it also raises your blood pressure and disrupts your circadian rhythm so our sleep at night is not as good or restful. My personal experience, I've noticed over the years that I've moved from caffeine as a motivator and a stimulator into an actual fight-or-flight response in my body. I've literally called this the fire under my butt when I need to get something done. And I've moved into a new practice. Instead of reaching for caffeine for mental clarity, I'm reaching for other things. If you want to reevaluate your caffeine relationship, there are a couple ways you can do this. You can try having a buddy for 21 days 21 days is how long it takes for us to form a new habit. Maybe you want to cut back on your caffeine to one cup of coffee per day. Or maybe you want to go cold turkey. Having a friend and going for 21 days is going to ensure your success for the future. Want some alternatives? Well, there's lots of herbal teas to try. Turmeric lattes, even mushroom lattes. And you can always check out Wellness Mama. She has some great ideas on her blog. Volunteering. Volunteering is a great way to occupy your mind. It can provide a constructive rather than a destructive or stagnant process for you to get involved in. I like the feeling that I'm contributing to the lives of others. You can always just ask yourself, how can I help right now? And if an answer doesn't come to you, that's okay. Ask your family, ask your neighbors, or even ask your local volunteer corps. You can even check out volunteermatch.org slash COVID-19. They have some great ideas on there. Tip number three, set an intention. Intentions can be personal, global, or even a prayer. Here's one of my favorites. Loka. Samasta Sukino Bhavantu. It's an ancient Sanskrit chanted prayer. The translation is May all beings everywhere be happy and free, 
in some way may I contribute to that happiness and freedom for all. Tip number four for coping with COVID stress is to look at your response to life. Are you responding with fear or love? It's my personal belief that all of our choices and responses in life boil down to our motivations, fear or love. And what does that look like? In my day, I try to keep communicating from an open heart, to see the best intention behind others, to put my attention on learning, expanding, creating opportunities, instead of worrying or gossip. This translates into starting loving conversations, interrupting and leaving fruitless or fear-provoking conversations, and creating things of love, like this podcast. There's so much out there advising us how to choose love over fear in every day. I'm including two links in my show notes. One is from awaken.org and the other is from Melissa Ambrosini. Give them a try. Tip number five for coping with COVID stress is a caution. I caution you to avoid fear porn. What is fear porn? It's anything that drives up that feeling of fear and anxiety in your body on purpose. That, for me, includes sensational news and even social media. They even have a name for this. It's the infodemic. It's what's happening right now on top of our pandemic. Here's a couple ways that we can deal with it. Did you know that there are studies that show regular social media use can cause emotional fatigue and decreased mood? If you limit your use to less than 30 minutes per day, it can actually improve your mood. You may be asking me, but Shannon, what about FOMO? One way to handle it is to reassure yourself, if the news is big enough, I'm going to hear it from someone. This next tip is my favorite, or at least it's the one I always turn to when I know I need some help with stress. It's actually been termed vitamin N or vitamin nature. Exposure to nature is shown to reduce your stress response. I know that most of us are limited to how we can get to nature in this time, but there are many other ways we can just get a piece of nature in our life. Have you heard of grass grounding? Just put your feet on the grass or the ground. Feel what's underneath your feet. Get your face in the sun, anywhere, just in the sun. Feel the heat on your face. It's a good time for a houseplant and always a good time to play with your pet. And try moving your body in natural and feel good ways. It doesn't have to be a workout. Just dance in your house. If you'd like some short videos to follow for moving your body, I recommend Strength Side for his morning stretches and Mimi Kuo Demera for her guided Qigong practice of the eight brocades. Both videos are on YouTube in less than 20 minutes. Tip number seven for coping with COVID stress is listening to music. Music has such power to improve your mood, concentration, and even your sleep. Try creating and sharing some playlists. Try a new artist, a new genre. Pick up an instrument and share what you discover with a friend. My current favorite listen right now is Michael Franti's Love Will Find a Way. 
Find the link in the show notes. I want to shift gears and dive a little deeper for some inner work. But first, I want to honor the courage it takes to look honestly at ourselves and our behaviors, especially during a challenging time. I want you to know if you become overwhelmed, it's okay to ask for help. Right now, there's a disaster distress helpline. It's 1-800-985-5990. You can also text Talk with us or 66746. We're all here to help. One last thing before we dive deep. I want to talk about spiritual bypassing. It's a term created in the 1980s by John Wellwood. And it's a way that we use spiritual ideas and practices to get around our challenging or difficult emotions and personal issues. The most common behavior I've seen that embodies this is the optimistic bypass. You've probably noticed somebody who only focuses on the positive things in life. And this can get you out of some ruts, so it has its use. But at the end of the day, you're ignoring your real feelings and real beliefs, and they probably need some attention and even some repurposing so that you can move forward out of that hurt. My suggestion, don't sweep the irritating things under the rug. Be curious about your thoughts and emotions. Try to find a bigger meaning or balance in the situation. And in case you're interested to look out for some other ways we bypass, there's victimization, finger pointing, psychedelic experiences, and a total reliance on your guru. If you want to learn more about spiritual bypassing, Check out Loner Wolf on the web. All right, are you ready to dive deep? Here we go. Tip number eight for coping with COVID stress is to learn from our challenges. Challenges can be so revealing to our inner work, especially when we can uncover our shadow side of our personality or our ego. It's the perfect time right now to observe us ourselves under stress. What is your subconscious or unconscious reaction to the world around you? The longer you watch yourself, the more you'll learn about the way you present yourself to the world. And that's essentially your ego. Some of that ego you have accepted and you like, and some you haven't. That's your shadow side. And guess what? That ego isn't even who you really are. It's only who you present yourself as. Can you recognize that you are not your behaviors? So what's the practical action on this suggestion? You could try being curious about your thoughts and actions. One area I am struggling with is wearing a mask in public. Ah, Try noticing how you feel about wearing a mask. Does it affect your words and actions? How does that affect your mood and the mood of others? It generates a lot of food for thought for me. If this idea is new to you, check out the writings of psychiatrist Carl Jung and his work on the shadow. And stay tuned to this podcast 
in an upcoming episode, I am going to navigate the space between my ego and my true self, or at least share how I'm working on it. If this idea is not new to you, you could try exploring the idea of a non-dual state, where there are no edges and no separations between you and the world around you. Learn how you are infinitely connected. Tip number nine, find your silver lining. Let's start with an example. You're headed to work. You're in traffic and you get a flat tire. It totally derails your day and you miss your meeting. How can this possibly have a silver lining? Number one, you had to slow down and now you get to reevaluate your stress level. Number two, you missed a major car accident up ahead. Number three, you know you needed more time to prepare that presentation anyways. Number four, wow, that good Samaritan now has a chance to help and come to your aid. And you get to thank him and be grateful. Is this spiritual bypassing or just a higher perspective? I have a friend that calls this whole process mental gymnastics. But for me, it's actually a way to see more than one perspective on a situation. And when I look at something in multiple ways, I find opportunities. Opportunities to grow and understand. And at first, what may have appeared to be a terrible situation, an unwanted situation, sometimes I can find a more expanded, loving view of life. Right now, I'm very hopeful that the overall experience we are all having, although it does have definite negative effects, also has positive effects. From my perspective, sometimes I can only see one side, one view of the whole situation. But if I can see from a higher perspective, I might be able to see the perfection in the entire process. I guess it all comes down to my belief that the universe, God, goddess, nature, spirit, whatever you want to call that force, has the highest good intended for us all, even if I can't see it right now. My final tip for you to cope with COVID stress is to connect mindfully. Our attention is such a valuable commodity in the marketplace today. The internet literally runs on your attention and businesses live and die by how much time you give them. What we often forget is that we have the power to focus our attention on anything we choose. Only you have that power and choice of where to spend this precious commodity. I urge you to choose wisely. Invest your attention with people and businesses that you feel foster love and growth rather than fear and stagnation. Guard your commodity just as you would a large sum of money. And even set loving boundaries for yourself and others near you. For me, I'm freely investing my attention with family, friends, and joyful explorations like this podcast. This helps keep me away from fear porn and paralysis by analysis. I want to thank you for investing your attention and time here. I hope my ideas have sparked something for you on how to navigate COVID stress. Sending my love your way. Namaste. If you have questions or comments, you can email me at info at healthywithhalico.com. And if you liked what you heard today and want to stay connected, please sign up for my mailing list. 
I'll notify you of new episodes and new adventures. Please join me on www.healthywithhalico.com.